Do you give yourself permission to have your cake and eat it too? Or do you think that you have to choose? In today's conversation, I'm speaking with my good friend, Kelly Geyser. Kelly is an intuitive business and mindset coach for heart-centered female entrepreneurs. And her theme for this year is that she can have her cake and eat it too. In this conversation, we discuss specific strategies that you can use today to shift out of limitation and into the world of possibilities. Hello, my name is Mary Maduna Gross, and you're listening to Fully Alive, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs who are hungry to live their purpose, expand their impact, and create with ease. Kelly, I, I cannot thank you enough for, for being here on this conversation. You and I have had so many conversations off camera uh, that have just sparked it has done a couple of things for me. One is a lot of the things that we talk about validate for me the assumptions and theories that I'm playing with. Mm -hmm. um, and you also have a way of challenging me and thinking about some things and, and maybe adjusting some of my um, assumptions and beliefs, which I think just makes an absolutely beautiful partner. And so thank you so much for being in my world. And I'm really excited to share you and our conversations uh, today. Thank you, Mary, for having me. And tell me more about how I challenge you. Throughout <laughs> <laughs> this conversation, I'm sure that will come up. <laughs> Let's start with this. This conversation is really for conscious entrepreneurs. We're hungry to live our purpose expand our impact and create with ease. What is something that you think that the conscious entrepreneur maybe has an assumption of that we can challenge today? Mm. <laughs> We're starting with disruption. We're starting with challenging. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so for me, conscious entrepreneurs foundation is fully expressing themselves, fully being alive and fully expressing themselves. But let's break that down a second. Yeah. Because often we think we are fully expressing ourselves when we're not. We are still being held back by those should-haves, could-haves, must-haves, need-tos that were programmed from early childhood that may have been programmed in our corporate experience, that may have been programmed in our first one, two, three years of our entrepreneurial experience because we had coaches that continued to condition us to be something other than we were not. And so what I would invite all conscious entrepreneurs today to, is to ask yourself, am I being fully expressed in what I am doing in my business? And if I am not, what needs to change? What needs to pivot? Because there is magic when, you know, I used to, someone used to ask me, Kelly, you know, you, you're meant to live in the box. And I'm like, oh no, I am meant to hover above the box. <laughs> and those boxes, that box is the societal norms, right? That kept us small, that kept us invisible, that kept us from offering services that we thought we should be offering or doing things in our business that we thought would help us make us successful or reach people versus, and I can, I can guarantee, I can shout this from the rooftop, you are your success strategy. You are your impact strategy. Amen. You are your six-figure strategy. Be you. Yes. Because there's only one you in the planet and you are not an accident. You are on purpose and we are meant to experience all that you have to offer. We just have to discover who that is. 
Exactly. You have just centered on the, the, the core of this whole podcast and where we're going to go with this podcast is about being fully alive, about being fully expressed. And, and I have come to believe, and this might be one of those things where you can tell me if you agree or not, but I've come to believe the only thing that holds me back from feeling that and, and living that is myself. 100% believing in myself, <laughs> trusting myself, knowing myself, you know, yeah. trusting that I have the answers and I can make good decisions, self-leadership, self-regulation, right? Knowing that I'm getting triggered today, but I don't have to respond for my trigger. I can still show up bravely and boldly and being scared at the same time. There's so much, 100%. <laughs> well, so it, again, just gross to show what a perfect uh, guest you are for this conversation. Um, so we're talking about being fully alive. And one of the things that I am really also coming to uh, in more and more awareness of is the habit of overthinking. Mm. And when we're in that state of overthinking, it it's like a, it's a defense mechanism. Um, my theory is that so many of us have, um, we've, well, we've been conditioned. Most of us have been conditioned to get the right answers, right? anyone who's gone through public education or any version of education, um, because I don't know that any private schools do this any differently or any better, but it's all about getting the right answer. And if mm -hmm. you don't get the right answer, then your value is somehow diminished. Ooh, ooh. Can we move into an experience with your listeners? Yes. Let's do that. All right, and then let's break this down because there are so many things that are opening up for what you just said. And okay. so let me just explain this. And the reason why I'm going to explain this up front instead of jumping into it is because I'm going to speak to that lizard brain of yours that is going to try to keep you safe right now. Right. And I want to calm that down because I'm going to give you a different experience. And so what you were just talking about is how we lead from our mind, how right. we lead from our known reality and we lean from lead from our limits, our limiting beliefs, our fears all of the above. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a brief centering meditation. I'll keep it brief. It's probably going to be less than three minutes. We're going to drop into our body, but we're mm -hmm. also going to drop into your heart because mm -hmm. your heart is your portal to your soul. And if you really want to figure out who you are, let's get out of those beliefs, those fears, those limits that are in your mind, and let's drop into your heart and let's listen to the rest of the podcast from our heart instead of our mind. Does that sound yeah. good? I love it. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to invite everyone, if you're driving, I am actually going to invite you to maybe pull over right now, because let's get really present in our moment and present in our body. Mm -hmm. I promise you this is three to five minutes. If you are sitting, I'm going to invite you to lean back. Leaning back puts you into receptivity. And that really shifts the gears of taking the action and the force and pushing and initiating to, I'm going to be held I'm going to be nurtured and I'm going to receive what is opening up for me. Also great practice when you're, you know, listening to a podcast and you're really genuinely wanting to make shifts in your life. So I'm going to invite you to lean back and just receive a beautiful breath in through your nose and allow that to exhale through your mouth. And let's just let go of all of our to-do list right now. And again, breathe in through your nose. A nice, deep, full breath and exhale as we begin to move our awareness from ordinary into extraordinary. 
And on the next inhale, bring that beautiful life force energy into your body and allow it to splash over your throat and splash over your heart space as it moves down your body past your hips, splashing that beautiful energy down your hips, down your legs, out your feet and into the core of the center of the earth, feeling received by Gaia feeling nurtured and held and grounded by all of the richness and nutrients that life has to offer. And on your next inhale, bring that beautiful energy back up through your feet and allow it to rise past your knees and rise past your hips and allow your attention to rest at your heart space. And for a few moments, allow your heart to breathe you. And as you inhale, I'm going to invite you to imagine gills on the front and back of your heart expanding with aliveness. And as you exhale, imagine those gills just relax. And once again, inhale and imagining those gills expand and then relax. And now we're going to continue on with our day and continue on with this conversation being held in the heart. And as you open your eyes, you're opening your eyes through your connection with your heart. So if you haven't already, open your eyes and just coming back and continue. Yeah. Okay, let's just talk about that experience okay. for a moment. Because I want the listener who has followed this beautiful, short little meditation. If you've observed yourself, what, here's what I observed as I moved out of my head and into my body first. And then I loved how you brought us into the heart. Um, it's, I, I've been working on paying attention to when my brain is in that beta wave, that high thinking mode, mm -hmm. and when it's in the alpha state. Mm -hmm. And you can literally feel the difference. So I, I want to just comment here that if you felt like kind of like a body, a whole body sigh, like you just kind of like fit. Okay. Now here we are in this space. That's brain. Your brain is synchronizing with your heart at this point. It is literally happening in that alpha state. I just encourage you to stay breathing with your heart while you're listening to this, because it's going to you're going to want to come back into your head. Even this explanation is pulling you into your head. And I'm aware of this, right? But pay attention to how receptive you are when you're breathing through your heart. Now, you might scare you a little bit like, oh, I don't want to be that open. And that's okay, too. You can always go back to your head. But be mindful of the experience that you're having just even after a short, wonderful, beautiful little um, meditation as you've done. So being in that heart space, now let's talk about the disruption. And you were talking about overthinking, right? That yeah. was the first thing you said. And so we brought you into the body and to slow down and to slow down your breath and orientate your breath from your heart so we could get out of that thinking and that overthinking. And then we we brought yourself into your body. And I did, I do want to just comment on one more thing. Sorry, Mary, is that I don't want you, you said that some of you might feel uncomfortable. You don't want to be that open. Mm -hmm. I want to name that scary feeling for our listeners. Yep. 
Okay. And so it's the difference of shifting out of a known reality to an unknown reality. And I'm going to introduce a metaphor, which is the Russian dolls. And I love this metaphor. And it really explains this concept really well. We live, you know, the Russian doll of a doll instead of a doll instead of a doll yep. instead of a doll. And we live in a Russian doll. That is our known reality. It's very comfortable. Even if our known reality is not ideal, is not where we want to be, is experiencing hardships, it is still our known reality, right? And so when we do things to disrupt, uh, to change and possibly start breaking that Russian doll and move it to a bigger Russian doll. It's very, very scary for us. So Mary and I both use the technique to talk to your, I call it your lizard brain, to calm it down. Otherwise, your lizard brain will do everything possible to keep you in your Russian doll because it's the safest place it knows how to be. You know, I also say it's your ego, your lizard brain. There's many different words to it, but its sole job is to keep you safe, right? right. And so changing or disrupting will naturally make you feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to invite you to be curious. Mm -hmm. I'm going to invite you to breathe and breathe into your body, not from your mind, because we can generate all sorts of stories that are happening right now, right? And that will scare us and keep us into our Russian doll, or another word is keep us playing safe or playing right. small and invisible. And, and know that we got you. You're safe. Mm -hmm. You are safe. You're being curious and you're opening up to other possibilities right now, but you are safe. And so continue to breathe that in. If it's uncomfortable for you to breathe from your heart, I'm mm -hmm. safe. Mm -hmm. And if that's where you are, that's where you are. And that's a beautiful place to be, right? There's no other place that you need to be than where you are today. The other thing that I, I would just, again, build on what you've said there is um, non-judgment. So I feel like I'm in this space. I'm not where I want to be. Um, I think the first step is to just to regard ourselves with non-judgment. And it comes back to what you're saying about curiosity, because if I'm judging something, I can't get curious about it because I've already decided what it means. Um, I decided whether I like it or not. There's no room for curiosity within judgment. So I love it that you remind us right off the bat is to um, use curiosity as a way of I like uh, using loosening the grip we mm. have on these core beliefs, um, because if we try to go right at them and tell our, our unconscious mind that it's wrong and that this has never been a belief that that we've wanted to live with, then I believe that it just gets more and more defensive, like, oh, no, we really need to protect this. Um, and so by relaxing into whatever is coming up, whatever, whether it's resistance or or fear or sadness, just let that come up without judgment and then getting curious about it. And actually let that come up without judgment and stay in your heart and say, thank you for coming up because that actually continues to loosen that grip because it's here. Uh, I'm seeing the image behind you, Mary, and it's a beautiful picture of trees with a bright light. So that's mm -hmm. coming to the light to start to be disrupted. Yeah. Yes. And uh, here, uh, while we're talking about this and what else is coming up, I think the other part is trusting 
that whatever is coming up is ready for me to let go of right now. So when it comes to that resistance part, well, I don't know how to let go of it or, or I don't know how far, you know, how strong this is going to be for me to let go of it, right? Because sometimes these emotions can come in waves. But I think that in the long with getting curious is just know that your unconscious mind is not going to give you more to let go of than you're capable of letting go of in the moment. Now, on the flip side, sometimes we get a little frustrated, like, oh, I thought I was done with this already, or why can't I, I just be done with this already? That's another form of resistance. <laughs> um, but just, again, being aware of that inner chatter that is saying, oh, I need to hold back from this, or, or um, wait, we need one more thing before we do that kind of thing. Um, those are all examples of resistance that if we can just relax into it, give it permission to be there, the resistance, get curious about what is this teaching me? What is, what, how have I used this in the past um, to my favor? And then what is it doing for me now? And, and then I think that just that, those kinds of curiosity questions, that unconscious part of us says, uh, do you have something better in mind, <laughs> right? Do you, have a new, do you have a new belief for me to operate from? Because it needs the rules to operate from. And you, you, you dropped a little nugget and that was, it might not ever go away. And I'm going to say it's often not going to go away. The experience that you're having is not going to go away. If you have a parent that annoys the living daylights out of you, or that is narcissistic, let's just use that as an example. That's not going to change. The purpose of doing the inner work and becoming fully aligned is to not get rid of that parent or that partner that is narcissistic, right? right. It is to respond differently, right? Then you might be triggered to believe certain things like this person is just out to get me. This person right. is here to make my life a living hell, you know? And it's really when we start working on those beliefs that are in our mind or those fears that are in our mind or those limiting beliefs that are in our mind, it is so that you can show up differently more resourceful to the experience. It's not going to necessarily make the experience go away. You though will be way more clear in an alignment with your truth because you'll no longer be operating from that constriction or that limit that is being placed. Somehow got conditioned within you in your experiences in childhood and exposures to believe a certain way. And again, so if you're having this, you can lean into, I'm really curious, what is life trying to show me right now about what else is possible? Right. I love that question. What else is possible? Mm -hmm. I first heard that probably about 10 years ago um, in, in uh, one of the trainings that I was doing. And I think that was the best nugget that I took out of that whole training is just living from that question, what else is possible? Because as I, we were saying before about judging, once you've judged something, you've already decided what it is, you've decided what it means. But when you're open with what else is possible, you're like, okay, I have this definition, I have this meaning, but maybe there's another way, or maybe there's another meaning. And um, let, let it surprise me. Here, here's a silly little example, silly little example. Um, Marco and I were are playing um, we putt putt golf. I don't know if anyone still plays that. We really got back into it during COVID, and we we come back to it on the weekend sometimes. 
and it was what was interesting is so I I went first and I got a hole in one. And so my husband comes up next and he's like, oh, well, how'd you do that? Right. And he wasn't paying attention. So he just whacks the ball and it bounces off these sticks. And I remember saying to him, well, I didn't do it that way, but maybe your way works too. Because it looked like it was going to go out of bounds. Like this ball was wild. Sure as shit. He had a hole in one too. Right. I, I love that example, right? Because I, if I, my judgment would have said, oh, you didn't hit it right coming off the, the tee. There's no way you're going to get a hole in one on this. And yet even my, my, I was willing to say, oh, I don't know. Maybe you're finding another way to do it. So what you're naming and, and I love this. So anyone listening wants a tangible action plan today. We're going to, we're going to introduce a concept that you can start asking yourself today. Not only that really cool question of what else is possible. Mary and I both just gave you examples of, okay, I just hit a hole in one. You can't do it your way. And, or, and by the way, I do not have a narcissistic parents. I'm using it as an example. <laughs> you know, I can't have this um, because I have a narcissistic parent, let's say, or a narcissistic partner. So the invitation is going from either or to simply an and. So yeah. what if we can do a hole in one this way and that way? What if I can have a really terrible experience in my immediate family that is driving a thorn in my side? Again, this is made up. I know I'm going to get phone calls and they're gonna, people are going to say, Kelly, what are you saying? So I'm, I'm clearly saying this is made up. And what if I'm having a terrible experience mm -hmm. and I can still thrive in that terrible experience? And Mary, this is actually a truth of mine. And I will share a truth of mine. Mm -hmm. I have a limiting belief. I had one, excuse me. I no longer subscribe to this belief. And it wasn't until January of this year that I fully stopped subscribing and started shifting my reality. My previous belief is I can have a successful career or I can have a really beautiful relationship, but I could never have both. Mm -hmm. I went through enough losses where, and then this is the best part my mind will tell you evidence. But the truth in this, because when I would go into my MBA program, my relationship would end. Or when I would get a, prom a promotion in my career, my relationship would end. And so your mind generates evidence to reinforce the belief. And so if I can share a message with anyone today, it doesn't reinforce the, the validity of the belief. It just reinforces that the belief exists. Yeah. So, you know, I'm in my entrepreneurial journey for a little over two years now. And it's like, no, I am no longer subscribing to that belief, right? Because I don't want that belief driving my bus anymore. I happen to be in a beautiful relationship and have a beautiful business and I can have both. Wow. Yes. The power of and. Right. Right. And, and, and it's such a beautiful um, way of practicing what else is possible. Yes. A really yes. easy and catch yourself, right? Like the, the first step to disruption is generating awareness right. of, Ooh, what am I doing? Oh, I'm subscribing to an either or experience right now. What happens if I subscribe to an and experience? Well, Marco and Mary both get holes in ones in their style. 
and you know again i i think it is just somehow that awareness isn't just for ourselves i think our awareness interacts with the universe around us mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i think that somehow that that expectation or even the possibility i will say i was like 50% like, okay, maybe there's another way of doing a hole in one. And that this, this particular launch that I just observed as it's bouncing off all the, the barriers, <laughs> you know, I think I was 50, 50, like maybe this could happen. Maybe it won't. But I think that 50, 50 was enough to, to put it out there that this is a possibility. And I can expect that he may very well get a hole in one off of the shot that looks ridiculous. Okay, Mary, I want to deconstruct what you just said, because you just dropped another beautiful nugget. What she, okay. And so, you know, I love metaphors. For all of those of you listening, I do have a prop, a, a prop, but imagine me holding a flower blossom and imagine me holding it extraordinarily tightly. Like I'm grasping it. I'm gripping it. Right. And I'm actually sucking the life out of it as well. And it's going to grow in a very deformed fashion if right. it could even grow at all within my tight grip. And Mary had said, what if, mm -hmm. another version of being curious, what if there was another possibility? And we talked about this before, and this is just a great visual. What if just opens your hand just a little? Mm -hmm. What if there's an and instead of an or that I can subscribe to, which also means I focus on, I shift my attention to it. What if I'm looking for the and instead of looking for the or? Yes. That, that corroborates it, right? That that kind of grows forward what you were saying about being in concert with life and the universe itself is where our attention goes is what grows, where you know the energy goes. What if what if I subscribe to a different belief? Mm -hmm. What if I can shift this? My motto for this year is I get to have my cake and eat it too. So yes. you can ask yourself today, what if I can have my cake and eat it too? Then your hand opens up and this beautiful flower blossom expresses itself beyond what you could have imagined, beyond what your parents could have imagined, beyond what you were trained and coached and taught in school, what, it, what is possible for you. That is being fully expressed. It's beyond what you can think possible you can't think your way through being fully expressed amen i i that <laughs> that is going to be a quote for this show you cannot think your way to be fully fully alive it, it's not possible um i i just need to i just want to be with that for a minute yeah and here's another, just a, a pause, just demonstrating a pause and taking a pause during the day. Um, I'm a chronic overthinker and I've usually have two or three, you know, tracks going at the same time. So there's no gaps in between, you know, if one track runs out, the others are always there to fill it in. And I've just really come to appreciate the power of the pause. Mm -hmm um because that pause says to those tracks just hold off for now 
And it gives me the opportunity to move out of the head and into the heart. And I loved your earlier. Can I just breathe from my heart on this for a minute? And it goes back to what we were saying earlier, too, about getting into the alpha state. The alpha state is the state between thinking, uh, being act, um, consciously awake and being asleep. And, and this is where imagination really gets to take off. This is where we connect with our collective unconscious and have access to all of the information that, that we, we ever really need. We can't get into this space, though, by, th by thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So I want to reframe something. Actually, I want to offer something. I love that you say I'm an overthinker. And I love that you say if one track is done, another track is ready to go. I'm a robust thinker. I'm a mm. robust. I can think really good and I can do things. And when I say that I can get into my masculine and get shit done. I'm a trained certified project manager. I'm in business analyst. You know, I can, I'm analytical. I know how to solve problems in business. I know how to leverage technology. I'm a robust thinker. Right. And I also know how to balance it with rest digest, you know, rest and digest is switching your nervous system for fight or flight to rest and digest. I know how to switch it to receiving. I know how to switch it to the creativity side. One of the ways we did that was breathing. Another way we do that through a pause. And for those of you that are visual like me again, just imagine it as a firing or a fire hose blowing that water on full speed. And all that we're doing is turning off the hose so you can receive. So you can, you can actually pause and you can receive and let's grow this forward why do we want to receive a couple reasons one to receive all those beautiful things that we truly want to desire in our life two to receive that universal wisdom and our soul's intuition that beautifully guides us because if you have your stereo on too loud it's going to be really hard to see or hear or receive that guidance Right. And so practicing the pause, turning the fire hose off, breathing, leaning back, all puts us into that slower, re receptive, heart centered space, allowing your heart to breathe you, mm -hmm. receiving and receiving the sweetness of life. We talked about this before, Mary, and I want to bring this in receiving the sweetness of life. And so I've had hummingbird. I live in Wisconsin. Hummingbirds are not normally found. I mean, occasionally found in Wisconsin. Right. Hummingbirds represent enjoying the sweetness of life. Mm. Right. And so, oh, I'm getting like the juiciness and the chills and the, all the feels of just imagining all of those hummingbirds flying around right now. Enjoying the sweetness of life by not always taking action, not always thinking from our brain, not always doing from our conditioning, not always limiting ourselves, but being in our flow state, being in our receptivity, being in our body, and receiving and experiencing the sweetness of life. Mm. Being fully alive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Kelly, I, uh, we could go on and on uh, with these conversations. I'm just so grateful for you, even in this conversation, helping me relabel myself from a chronic overthinker to a robust thinker, because I am really good at it. And, and I think 
for most of the listeners who would be listening to this would probably say, I am, I'm good at thinking. Like I figure shit out all of the time. And that's great. And, and but I also think that that is we're too good at it, right? Because we're so good at that's just where we keep going because we're good at it and it gets us the results we want. But when we're not counting is what that's costing us. How our body is in that state of uh, fight or flight all of the time when we are overthinking. Um, even problem solving, like if I even if I feel like oh I'm not overthinking, I'm just giving it the right amount of thinking, right? it's still putting us in that state of fight or flight. Our nervous system doesn't know the difference. So it costs us that. It costs us our relationships because when we're in this overthinking state, we're um, um, defensive, right? We're, we're in a defensive posture and I'm expecting more and more things to come at me and I'm ready for it because I'm ready to think about it and, and, and even anticipate what's going to happen, right? So it's going to cost us mm -hmm. our relationships because now we're guarded and we're exhausted. And so when somebody comes to us with something that they want that doesn't align with what we want in the moment, it feels like more work, right? And so it's going to cost us our, our health. It's going to cost us our relationships and just that overall sense of well-being. Because even when we're not actively thinking about something, our, our brain is just prepared. It's ready for that next problem that it gets to you know devour and chew on and in fact i think we often look for what is that next thing that i can look at because we get a, a hit a, you know a, what a adrenaline hit whenever we get to do those things and so it is physically reinforcing as much as it is mentally reinforcing and we get that adrenaline hit when it proves we go back to that evidence yeah. it proves the claim that we've been making all along so a really good framework to live by is your brain is an amazing processor. It's, you know, it's analytical. It, it's an action taker. It knows how to get things done. And that's its job. But let's not give it too much of a job. I'm going to invite everyone today. If you want to make decisions, really guiding your life in full possibility and living fully aligned and fully expressed, the invitation I have for all of you is to do it from your heart. <laughs> couple reasons. Your heart is your portal to your soul. Your soul knows what you're up to. Number right. two, when you operate from your heart, you're not operating from those limiting beliefs. You're not operating from those fears. You're not operating for the should have, could have, must have, need to. All of that conditioning, you're truly connected with yourself, knowing yourself, being yourself, then making and moving forward from your heart, not your head. You can leverage your head as a great processor, thinker. Yep. You know, so another analogy is who do you want to have drive your bus? Is it your head that's driving your bus or your heart? Mm -hmm. Your, you know, your head can be a passenger in the bus. Right. So much more possibility exists when we move from our heart and our heart drives our bus. It's the, it's the palm open approach to life is what I like to call it. And it's mm -hmm. also another word for the possibility habit. Yeah. Palm open approach to life. I'm leading with my heart, not with my head. And what did we say earlier? You can't become yourself by thinking your way through it. Beautiful. So Kelly, it is, it is. And I hate to close this, but we need to. <laughs> So tell um, tell the listener where they can find more about you. 
I would love to invite you to my website, of course, thebutterflyguide.com. And you can follow me on all social medias, The Butterfly Guide. Excellent. Do you have anything coming up in the, in the next uh, month or two? Um, no, and I have something coming up in a few more months. I am launching my own podcast in the fall of 2023. And so if you start following me, I would love to have you be a listener, maybe tune in. We are one of the things that I really specialize in is bringing that heart, bring the spirituality, the heart, your energy, your energetic alignment and your mindset mastery, everything that we talked about today in your business to be fully expressed in your business. And the reason why I just want to say this real quickly is because you are unique and you are on purpose. You were given your gifts and talents for a reason, and it is not to hide them. It is not to contort them into someone else's way of expressing your business. It is for you to be fully alive, fully aligned, fully expressed, and so that you can share your gifts and talents with others. Thank you for listening. Are you ready to play and experiment with these ideas so that you too can live your purpose, expand your impact, and create with ease? Join us at Fully Alive on Facebook. We've created this space to explore the effects these practices and principles can have on your own experience. And if you're feeling the nudge to explore what coaching can do for you, send me an email at mary at bluebambooleadership.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, be fully alive.